0: Welcome back to the Remote Players Nerdcast, where we are talking about all the things we've been playing, want to play, and a couple of things that are on our radars. I am Ben, and I'm back again with Phoenix. Phoenix, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Better than the last couple episodes, that's for sure. Um, Not that that's hard to beat. <laughs> um, So... This is not going to be our typical episode. Normally, we have a bunch of stuff that we've been playing, and we have a talking point. But uh, this episode came about last minute, uh, a combination of uh, we did not remember this past Sunday. And Phoenix is traveling <laughs> for work. So here we are, talking about some stuff that we want to play, some stuff that we might play, and a few things that we have been playing. Um, and uh, I wanted to touch base on two games and you've got one so i want to get something out of the way first this is something that phoenix is not aware that i was going to bring up but uh we've talked about the nintendo switch version of pokemon unite and i got the notification before we went on and on the air and started recording tonight that uh, (laughs) pokemon unite has dropped on mobile and um you can now play it on like a phone or a tablet and you know like i got the notification from my google play and i was kind of like well i just deleted it from my switch because i was kind of like nah i don't think i'm gonna play it again but i really thought about it and i was like you know that game really was made to be a mobile game like it's great on switch and i know like you didn't you didn't play it and you didn't seem too interested but like do you think that you'll touch this on mobile at all, just to see?
1: Uh, I just started downloading it. That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that answers my question. <laughs> uh, is it? I'm guessing then. Is it also out on iOS?
1: Yes, it is. Uh, you know me though. I'm kind of already out on this game but because it's like easy on the phone like sure I'll log in and like get get through the
0: tutorial whatever and see what it's about at least. Yeah yeah I think I'll play it a little bit so my, my overall review of that game from Switch was like it's fun in the beginning and then like any other MOBA game if you put money into it you get an advantage and the people that put money into it then end up stomping you. Um And so it gets infuriating pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, I played for like 10 or 15 hours, and then I hit a wall where it was like, unless I was going to buy special items for my Pokemon to hold so that they would level up quicker be faster or stronger, there was no real point in playing. And and I wasn't going to pay that stuff, so I deleted it. But I'll probably try again on mobile. I mean, I downloaded it to my uh, Surface Duo, so we'll see. Um, But I just, I saw that notification, and I thought, I wonder if this would be a selling point for you, because I know on the the Switch one just wasn't. Um, so I'll try and remember and put like a note somewhere to ask you uh, when you get back from your trip and we record episode nineteen what your impressions of the mobile game were. Not that you won't text me a minute before then. Um, yeah, I don't.
1: I'm, you know me like lately with Pokemon, I'm like. Somehow, for some reason this this series that I've left I was sixth grade or whatever, when it dropped. I'm like, now I just can't really stand it or not stand it. I'm just kinda of tired of it, and I don't know, I don't know if a mobile would help me, but um,
2: I mean, you know i'm not I'm willing to try it, you know, fuck it,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's at least worth giving a try, so um. We'll see about that. So, the other game that I want to get your thoughts on, because I'm considering it, um, and you've played it, is Doki Doki Literature Club, uh, which I know is a visual novel, which is not generally either one of our uh, fortes. But, like, tell me your impressions and what you thought of this game since you played it.
1: Yeah, dude. So, I... And like, you know, like, like Ben just said, like, um, visual novels aren't usually my shit. Like, I think I played this and I played, uh, and Rampa. And then I played, what was that other game? Cyber, cyber bar, cyber bar. Oh,
0: Valhalla Hall A or whatever.
1: Yeah. Valhalla one, all the numbers, but Valhalla. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I I like those games are okay, but uh, I think Doki Doki is definitely the standout. Like, whenever someone brings that up, I'm like, I'm like, all right, you, you got to play it. Like, it's, it's quick. You can beat it in three to, f- I feel like I beat it in three to five hours. I didn't do it in one setting. Like, I, it was over multiple days, but if you just played it straight, it'd be, like, quick. Um... I don't know if you can do it in multiple like different endings or not. I'm assuming that it probably is by now. It's had so many updates. I played it when it was initially like on Steam only and it was like all the rage. Um like everyone was talking about it in the very beginning. I don't know if you remember.
0: But like every podcast was like, Oh my god, you gotta play this game and I uh I honestly didn't really hear about this game until it dropped on Switch uh and i think that's probably because most of the podcasts i listen to were nintendo oriented so true um i you know and like one of the things i really noticed is like some of the people that i share gaming interest with like jesse Waldak from nintendo dads played it and like that's a selling point to me because i know he plays the same type of stuff that i do um right i'll probably i'll probably give it a try for for the time that would probably take, and I know it has multiple endings now because that was one of the selling points to me, even though I, I know you're not like nuts about that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's 15 bucks. If it's three to five hours, it might be a good filler for in between the game that we're going to get to in a little bit. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's been on my radar for so long that I texted you earlier today and I was sort of like, I'm thinking about playing Doki Doki and you were like, dude, you should do it. And that's enough of an endorsement also um so we'll see maybe my next episode i'll have done a playthrough and i'll have some some thoughts also but those are the, the things that i was kind of like wanted to touch on there's not a lot i mean you know if we were recording a regular episode and it was what we were playing i'd be like well i'm still playing battlefield one and i probably will be until like 2024 um although like the new one comes out soon but uh that pretty much touches on like the those two topics um and i think you had one that you wanted to touch on also
1: Oh yeah, so um I was going to talk about uh you know how I'm like a new newer Fortnite guy or whatever um I, I've been, I was really into the last season which was season 7 with the UFO aliens situation um I felt like there was quest everywhere like there was stuff to do um but this one this new season season 8 I guess uh i feel like i'm like struggling dude i'm like i'm struggling to figure out like what what is, what is what's grabbing me pause with this one like what is the what's the fun hitch with this one I, I know there's like cubes around there's like some cubes to collect that turn you into like a wraith or something but like i kind of feel like i'm struggling to even get like my levels in that uh, battle pass like i'm just kind of like I can't really find my missions. I can't really I don't know like this season is kind of kind of like dull. And it's kind of odd because I know I came in on the UFO one and I kind of was like, "Wow, this is great. This is a crazy, crazy experience. Like everything is happening There's shit everywhere." And now this one is just like nothing but like those big cubes and a few little like
2: transporter teleport areas that you can float around in.
0: Uh This season does not interest me at all, and I have no problems. I love the aliens. I love the UFOs. The last season I thought was really cool, especially being like a sci-fi nerd. I have not explored the new season that much. I didn't even know about that, like collecting the cubes to become a wraith. Um, I mean, I'm sure that I'll drop in and, and play for a while just to check it out. But like the little bit that I played, I was just sort of like, all right, well, this is underwhelming. I guess I'll get back to Battlefield now. Yeah. That, and that kind of,
1: you know, you've, you've had your time with the game, <laughs> but um, I was like, kind of like, I don't know. I, I kind of thought I was hitting it like a really good point where I was like getting into it at the end of this UFO one. And I was kind of like, Oh, this is great. I could start a new season now and like get that whole experience. And now that the new season started, I'm just kind of like, wow, this is, this is like the dull season or something.
0: Yeah, well, and you yeah. haven't experienced like one of the major seasonal changes. Like, you know, there's been over the like I think that game's coming up on, or is right at like four years old. And like over the past four years, there's been a couple times where the when the season has cha- changed or whatever, the map has dramatically changed, and like parts of the map have dropped off or been destroyed, and new areas have opened up. And like that definitely isn't the case with this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a few places that are, it's like the, it's like the UFO stuff crashed and it like made craters into the ground that now have these like teleport
2: circles that don't really add much to the game. Like you just go around in a circle and I don't really know what I'm, I do not really know the
1: point of going around it is. Like it's just kind of like a thing you can use, but you can't really shoot when you're in there or anything. So it's just kind of like a transport. Um. I know they had that before. I think I think a long time ago they had some kind of like teleportation transport tube
2: thing. So I guess it's probably not new, but I don't know. I was a uh, I don't know. I was kind of like
1: underwhelmed, dude.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, a game is still fun for its basic mechanics and gameplay, but I kind of thought like, oh, new season will be like something cool, and so far, like, I haven't really found anything or done anything that felt cool, so I guess we'll see how as the season progresses if other things
2: happen or drop or unlock. Right.
1: Yeah, like, I know you said, like, it doesn't really change in the middle of the season, but, I mean, the way they have it set up, it's like a bunch of, bunch of big cubes around, and it would kind of make you think that at some point, like they're going to hatch or they're going to do something to make it like a whole new, like, Whoa, shit. We didn't expect this. Like maybe, maybe the dull thing is just getting people like, ah, this is kind of whack. And then something will happen. Like that would be,
0: that would be cool. They pulled that off, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a wait and see. Like, this season is young, and neither one of us have played it that much. So maybe in a couple of weeks when we record, we'll have more to say about it and see if you know more unfolds in it. Right. Um. So unless you have any more Fortnite, I guess we can jump into the few things that we've been playing. Yep, I'm. Uh, I'm good. All right. So I'll start because we we have a game that's uh about weird that we're both playing. Uh, especially because it's kind of a new release and nowadays that doesn't happen that often. But first, uh, because I talked about the surface duo on the last episode, I wanted to touch base, I've been using it, uh, I wouldn't say heavily, but I've been using it to do a playthrough of Dragon Quest VI, which I mentioned that I was gonna do, but I've actually started it. And man, I gotta tell you, like playing this type of game, when you when you're playing something like Dragon Quest or anything, and you have this thing unfolded, it feels like you're holding like you know, the equivalent of like a game boy size device, like it's wider than a regular phone, but it's all screen. Uh, and something like dragon quest, it's like, it was made to be played on this device. Um, you could basically, you can basically play something like dragon quest six, almost with just one hand. Cause it's got, you know, the on-screen joystick and then uh, almost not quite. And then you're just kind of like choosing what you want to do in battle and then opening up different menus for changing your equipment Uh, The sound on it is excellent. Uh, It really makes me want to try one of those pixel remastered uh, Final Fantasy games because of how great my experience with Dragon Quest has been. Um, I mean, I also I've done a little bit of Xbox gaming on it, and that's been fun, too. But I have discovered that as much as I think it's cool that there's games where you get a virtual Xbox controller on the bottom screen, uh, it's still not that intuitive when you have to use something like shoulder buttons and they're actually on screen buttons that does not feel natural whatsoever. Uh, right. But I mean, you you can, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can pair an Xbox controller to the Surface Duo. What I've thought about doing is I only have one Xbox controller and I don't like going back and forth between the two bu- devices. As I have considered like getting a second Xbox controller specifically for the Duo. That way I could, like, take it out with me in my backpack when I go places and not be worried about, you know, it being my primary controller. But uh, taking the Game Pass experience out of the equation and just looking at it as, like, playing Android games, uh, such as, like, Dragon Quest VI, the experience has been, like, off the charts good. Uh, Great graphics, great sound, good battery life and it doesn't feel like you're playing a port. Like, it really does feel like you're playing a DS game just without the, the dual screens. So, uh, I still love this Surface Duo. I mean, I, you know, it's been about a month, and I thought, well, maybe I'll have lost interest in it, but it really is highly functional. So, uh, Dragon Quest Six on Surface Duo is a giant thumbs-up for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know that you have much. Did you? Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, like...
1: That kind of, I can, I don't, this is like one of those stupid ass fanboy things that I always <laughs> see on Twitter, but <laughs> it would be really cool if Nintendo did something like that, like a 3DS like remaster or some shit. Like, it'd be like, oh man, like it would be an instant buy, but I guess it pretty much already is here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, like I would love for them to do something like that because we both, you know, have similar feelings and fondness for the 3DS. I just think Nintendo is, I mean, I don't think they, you know, the, the day of, like, strictly handheld gaming, I think, is, like, well, behind us from the three big uh, companies. Um, I mean, I think this yeah. Surface Duo, and they, they're getting ready, like, you know, it's the time of the year where you start announcing new phones. They're getting ready to announce uh, the Surface Duo 2. And that's obviously going to be a powerhouse of a phone in general, but also, like, anything that they have accomplished with the Surface Duo is only going to be exponentially better with number two. I mean, it's gonna have better snap processor, Snapdragon processor, better screens, probably a better battery life. So I imagine that the Xbox Game Pass experience is gonna be even better. But I gotta tell you, like from a handheld gaming standpoint. Outside of the Surface Duo, I don't know that there's ever going to be another device that comes out that's going to be like, oh man, I got to have that so that I can get my, you know, mobile ga- or my handheld gaming fix. Because it doesn't feel like a mobile gaming device. It doesn't feel like when you're on your phone, it really does have a premium handheld gaming experience feel to it. And that was kind of like the selling point of why I kind of thought, like, okay, well, that's sort of worth having. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. I thought that. Uh, uh i I, you know that it would be a good device but i was afraid that maybe i would burn out on using it so far that couldn't be further from the truth i mean like i said uh i'm highly considering getting one of the final fantasy pixel remastered just to play it on the duo because now i trust that it can handle those type of games um but i've also considered like well when i beat dragon quest 6 i might jump into dragon quest 8 because that's also available on 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 the google play store so i may just use it as a fucking dragon quest machine i don't even know
2: I mean,
1: uh, I mean, I think it's one of those devices that's like you always find a use for it, and, and it probably won't be slow anytime soon. Like, you know, I still use my Pixel two for like randomly downloading Android shit, or just like I use it for when I don't want to go for my work. I use it as like just a a, a random little like media station, um, you know, to have like. Uh, this screen going with this and that screen going with that. And I don't have to really, you know, I don't know. It's just, you just an extra device to have if you need. And yeah, I think, I think the Duo will always have like a cool ass use, especially that it has like multiple screens.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, if you take the gaming out of the equation, it's also just a cool device where like I can have, you know, like CNN up on one screen reading about all the stupid people that live down near you that don't want to get vaccinated on one screen. And uh, and that is my little uh, political soapbox. Fuck all of you that don't want to get the shot. Um, and uh, on the other screen, I can have like, you know, a, a wrestling match on YouTube streaming. So like it does, it, it does the multitasking in, in a very high performance way. I mean, I've considered recently and what I really need is for someone to come and just like slap the ever living piss out of me is uh, I've I've considered upgrading my OnePlus 8T to the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3. Um, Ooh. And like, you know, I, I was at, at T-Mobile with a buddy of mine yesterday because he was switching over and I kind of looked at the Z Fold and I was sort of like, well, like you know, let me read reviews on it. The reviews are like out of this world, even from like a gaming standpoint, they're basically just like, you know, there's a screen on the outside that is just like your regular cell phone. And then when you open it, it's like having a tablet. And I was kind of like, you know, that's a problem for me. Uh, Like, that sounds like something I would be interested in, but I I don't want to do it because then it kind of defeats the purpose of having the duo. Um, Is this the
1: one that flips like a, it was like a a normal phone, but it flips open.
0: That's like, so that's like the, uh, yeah, it is. It, it like flips open sideways.
1: Oh, so the one I'm thinking of, I've seen on TV where. You're
0: well, we thinking of open. the actual flip where it's like a little, like a ha- like half of a phone and then flips open into a full phone?
1: Yeah, it looks like a little, like uh, it looks like an old school Game
0: Boy Advance <laughs> yeah. when it's folded. So that's, that's the Samsung Flip, the uh, Galaxy Fold z whatever it is Val galaxy fold z3 or whatever actually is like the shape of a regular phone and then folds open into a tablet oh shit now i see it here damn so the a couple of the cons are that evidently it's really big and uh the battery is not wonderful uh my 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 ultimately i think what i'm going to do is wait for one plus to announce the 10 and then upgrade to the one plus 10 instead of worrying about that because i really don't like samsung devices at all anymore they just come with too much bloatware and bullshit on them um now we're now we're becoming like the rpn cell phone cast um yeah we're cell phone reviewers here we go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh but you know staying more on uh, th- i considered that fold because i thought it would be cool to game on and like you know the example that they show for the z fold the most is like playing fortnite on it what a great experience it is and the reviews are like yeah it's like really better than trying to play fortnite on your fucking phone where the screen is just like not big enough which i can confirm i had fortnite on my phone at one point downloaded from the epic store and the phone screen is not big enough like it's just not <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It is not a wonderful Fortnite experience, which is weird because, like, I've also played Call of Duty Mobile and PUBG, and both of those I thought were perfectly acceptable on mobile, but they were—they're made for mobile. You know, like Fortnite has been um, made so that it can be played on mobile, but it's not what it's designed for. Um, and like, when you're playing Fortnite on mobile, it's impossible to build. Uh, like, you'll get killed trying to build a ramp.
1: Oh my god, so, I didn't even think about
0: that. Yeah, so... Uh, so anyways, that's my feelings on the duo, which is still ever-evolving all the time. Um, and then I think we both just kind of, like... Do you, or do you only have the one game?
1: I have two. Or okay. I have an update for a second game.
0: Alright, well then we'll get into the main game that we're uh both playing both got uh yesterday ish. Uh and it's an old game from PlayStation that's been ported for Switch and that is uh Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom uh which I did play for like ten or fifteen hours on PlayStation before I lost the disc somehow. Um and Whoa, uh I didn't know I that. Yeah it sucked. Um that's the only reason I never beat that game. Um so briefly you know because there's not a lot for us to talk about because we're both like you know in, in the infant stages of playing the game but i think it's worth like since we're both playing it it'll obviously be the big game for the next episode like initial impressions for me are i think it looks amazing uh even on switch like i i remember the style of it from playstation like all the cutscenes and a lot of the gameplay they they view like an anime almost um like, it's got a very anime feel to it. Um, I think the, the the music is good. Um, the voice acting leaves a little bit to be desired because it's like you never really know when you're going to get some voice acting. Um, right. Like, sometimes you get the voice acting, sometimes you're just doing subtitles, and sometimes you're doing subtitles where there's bits and pieces of the voice acting. But the cutscenes are great. They're fully voice acted w- when you get to a cutscene. Um, I have not had any issues with any slowdown or anything like that, but uh, I, you know, I'm probably two hours in, not that far, but I remember liking this game enough on PlayStation and, and it being the type of game that I really usually get into enough that uh, I double dipped for Switch. So my those are kind of my initial impressions. Is I, I think it looks and plays really well on Switch. And, uh, I mean, the only real complaint I have is the the voice voice acting is kind of all over the place and not particularly consistent. But that's such a minor complaint because I think the game looks and plays so well on Switch. So I will turn it over to you for your initial impressions.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'll say the same thing about the voice acting. Like, it's generally fine. Every And it's not like I'm complaining. It's just like every now and then, you're, like, reading, and then it switches into, you know how, like, games will have, like, that where you're talking, and it's, like, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, it'll, like, start every, like, line of, like, dialogue with, like, a little kind of, like, voice. Yeah. Like, ha, or it has that, but then out of the blue, when you're reading, all of a sudden, like, for whatever reason, it just clicks into, like, fully voiced, dialogue while you're reading like the text and you're kind of like why is it starting to talk now and i don't know if maybe they added parts in and the actors had already acted and gone home and they were just like shit we can't do it now we gotta fucking just do it just just make it work <laughs> i don't i don't know what happened there but um anyway but like you're saying like the the cut and all the moments where it's like a big moment um, They're fully voiced. They look amazing. And I mean, you know, you got to give like level five credit, dude. Like every game they do is usually really good, dude. Like I, have, I don't think I've ever seen a, a game that started with level five that wasn't like fluid, like perfectly made, just like have character and all that shit. Seems
0: like they're yeah, good um- at that. Level 5 is definitely one of my favorite developers. There's, that you know, hands down, like, especially, like, in the 3DS days, they, they just turned out, like, great games. Um, And this port is no different. I mean, it seems like the type of game that would be a no-brainer to port to Switch, but it still took three years, so obviously there's a lot of work involved.
1: Yeah, like, I was wondering about that, like, I remember when, I remember when the, you know, Kuni 1 was announced, but it wasn't out yet. I was like, I think two was already out then and I was so close to buying two for like my Mac and just different things that I was like, damn it. I wish they would now both of them together. Um, what they finally got around to it, but, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of blown away that this game runs on the switch because there, there are moments where like in battle where you would think it should be slowed. I would think it would be slowed down because there's a bunch of shit happening on the screen with like flashes and, you know, lasers stuff. I don't know what to call it, but it just looks like a bunch of shit happening.
0: <laughs> I think and maybe, um... you know, maybe my experience is playing things like Game of X Machina and, uh, like, oh god, what's the other game that we both played? The Bandai game that's like Monster Hunter that I get Oh, God Eater. Um, oh, that okay. I, I'm not surprised that this one runs that well because there's a lot of other games that run well that have a shit ton of stuff going on in the screen. But even then, like, it it just it looks better than those games do. So like I do think there's you know it it has to take up a little bit more of like the processors to run this game. Yeah,
1: I, I mean like I know everyone was clamoring for that Switch Pro, but but man, like if if you could do this with the normal Switch, think about if they ever did like a Switch Two or whatever. Like I know it would still be lesser than whatever PlayStation Five, but. Dude, if you can if you can get by with the base level switch, um, that's still pretty impressive because <clears throat> I mean you could I'm fine with taking a hit on graphics if it means I can play this shit. Like I went to pick up my kids today from school and we have to get there kinda early. And I brought Nino Cooney like to sit there in the car and I'm like for thirty minutes before while I wait on the kids, I'm playing Nino Cooney. And then I just whenever the kids get ready to come out, I sleep the console. And then I came home with it and it's just like, like that's worth taking a hit for, you know, for the quality. Like that's
2: the,
0: crazy. The, the perfect example of what you're saying, because I think Nino Kuni's is a, a good example, but I think the best example on Switch is two games that come to mind. And that's uh, Skyrim and The Witcher yeah. 3. Um Because those two games, Skyrim and The Witcher 3, like, on PlayStation and Xbox, they look amazing. And on Switch, they look great. But you definitely take a graphical hit. And people complain, like, people take a dump on the Switch being like, well, you can play The Witcher, but it doesn't look that good. And it's sort of like, yeah, you should have stopped that sentence at the first part, though. You can play The fucking Witcher on Switch. Like, I can be out... At my work or out for the day drinking coffee and play The Witcher sitting at Barnes & Noble. Like, you can't do that with, with PlayStation or Xbox. Or, and, you know, in Skyrim, obviously, like, that's probably the best example of it. I mean, remember when the Switch was announced, like, they were hyping Skyrim back then. So, like... Right. You know, that's that's definitely one of the things that, you know, people kind of like, the the further into the life cycle of the Switch, the less we think about the fact that, like, there's a lot of games that we can play on the go because the Switch can handle it. I mean, it's not a powerhouse, but it's not like a cell phone or just a regular tablet either. Like, it, you know, it's got a lot of power. Um, and I, I totally see what you're saying. Like, you know, a break when you're going to pick up your kids or whatever, it's, it's it's a device that lets you play like a premium game on the go. And there's there's something to be said for that even four and a half years later. Right.
1: Like, um, I don't know, man. I thought, I mean, I was just like playing it today. I was just like, I can't believe that we can bring this. And this is a game that I've been wanting for a while. Like, I just never got around to buying it because I was you know, you always have like a million other games to buy. Um, <clears throat> and I was always kind of like, I want to play the first one. um, that might kind of get me into the next subtopic or whatever, is about <laughs> the first game. Uh, dude, like, I remember I remember I played the first game, like, probably a year plus ago, and I really loved it in the very beginning, and then, like, 30 hours in, like, I, I kept losing to bosses, and it wasn't because, like, I was level. it was just because the battle system was trash, dude, like, I know some folks might not have issues with it. Um, I just thought it was clunky. I I would, like, a few of my characters would get, like, low on health, and then you gotta spend time to, like, get them healthy, and it wasn't, like, easy to, like, do that. Um, And I remember being frustrated with it, so I was kind of scared of this game now. But uh, I would say that this game is far better. Like, the combat is super fun, and I don't feel like I'm, like, always near-death, and I feel like whenever I have to heal, I can heal easily. I don't I don't feel like I'm like uh struggling to heal between turns or whatever. Like it it's super good. This game is I don't know. I don't, I don't know if the first one is trash. I just think that
2: I had a bad experience with it, but this one is definitely far better in my opinion. Um,
0: we'll have a pretty comprehensive review and thoughts on everything i just think you know like oh well we're both starting it we're both playing it it's a new release technically uh and you know there's some initial thoughts but i think next episode that's going to be a game that we're going to be talking about pretty heavily right um Yeah, dude, I think think I'm, like,
1: maybe five, six hours in, and uh, so far everything's good. I uh, love it, so um, I don't know. It's a game that I would recommend someone picks up if it's on sale, probably, which that's another thing that we can talk about at some other point. Like, it should should have been a $60 game. Like, damn, dude.
0: It's, and you know, like I don't know how that stuff works. Like to me, it doesn't seem like it should have been a sixty dollars game. but how much did it cost them to get it on the Switch? You know, I don't know. Um, but it's a hefty price tag, that's for sure. But I mean, they got their hundred and twenty bucks out of us. I know. I was um, if it was like forty nine or
1: thirty nine, I feel like that would have been perfect. Like, I know it's like I know they have to like work to make it work on the Switch, but. 59, whenever I, I swear to you, I feel like I just saw it on PlayStation for like 12.99, Like the, the second one, not the first game.
2: I oh, I believe that. Like,
1: yeah, it was like on sale
0: recently for like super cheap. Yeah, I believe that because it's been out for three, three and a half years, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I love it too. You know, like I'm probably only about two or three hours in because I just haven't hit it that hard. I probably will tonight. Um, but, I do expect, like, you know, this will probably be my primary game for the next couple weeks. And then, uh, you know, we'll see where we're at on the next episode.
2: All right. Well, uh, uh, I just had so- one little update with Slay the Spire. Oh, right.
1: Um, which is, I guess, a bitch fit. Um, so, uh, the game, you know, it's like a rogue-rogue-like thick building game, blah, blah, blah. Um, and those are always repetitive. You know, usually you die a lot, and then you, like, upgrade stuff. For some reason, with Slay of the Spire, though, starting to become kind of tedious, because um, you you literally fight, like, the same fights over and over again. Like, some fights are different, but you you have the same enemies, and it's, like, the same amount of enemies um so you're kind of used to fighting these things over and over again and to get to level up it's kind of a grind like you can die a lot and if the further you get the more points you get to your, your level up meter and it takes a while to level up dude and then when you level up you get like three new cards or whatever <clears throat> which is cool because it adds more elements to the game but it like i said it takes a while to get there so um I don't know. I know a lot of folks love this game, but, um, and I know like I sign up for these games, like they're always repetitive, but this, but whenever you play a game and you feel like you're not really leveling up or you're getting better, like, you know, it, it ends up feeling really even more repetitive. Like, you know, Hades, you die a lot, but like every time I came back, I felt like I was a little bit stronger the next time or like something new happened. But this one is just like literally the same game over and over again and then when you get your new cards you're kind of like oh i got some new cards but it's still the same thing over and over again and um i don't know like i really want to to make myself beat this game but now i'm like i don't know like do i want to keep doing this like it's so that's my little update like if anyone is uh slay the spire interested um maybe uh I don't know. Maybe,
2: maybe, maybe if that doesn't strike your fancy, then maybe avoid it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll be curious to see whether you stick with things that get kind of like shelved. Definitely. Like, I will try and so I have no opinion, but uh, anything <laughs> else. Yeah, like it's it's probably eighty percent my foot is out the door.
0: Um so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Episode nineteen will be <laughs> the deciding factor on whether or not you're still playing Split the Spire or not. <laughs> uh
2: so I don't know if you have anything else to touch on. Otherwise this is any episode. Maybe, uh, yeah, dude, I'm uh I'm all done.
0: That's all. All right. That's all stuff like that. So we'll, uh, we'll be back with episode 19, which will be a little more comprehensive. We just didn't want to leave. And uh, wherever the hell else people are listening to us from. uh, Hanging. Uh, I think it's pretty easy at the social media at this point because I don't really have any that I'm using, but you can definitely find us on RPNcast uh, on, or at RPNcast on Instagram. And uh, Phoenix, you are, of course, uh, what and where? I am uh at Fartsy P H A R T
1: S Y. Uh literally everywhere that you can be on social media wise or PlayStation Switch wise or whatever. Or I guess Switch is Franco's, but you know. So go follow
0: uh Phoenix on uh Reddit or whatever, all the different places that you could possibly find in Fartsy. <laughs> and uh yeah. We should be back uh, I don't know, eventually. We don't really have a recording schedule. We'll just kinda of do this when it's convenient. So uh but keep an eye on the Instagram. I'm gonna be posting some surface duo pictures uh with Dragon Quest just to give it uh, you know, perspective on how well it runs and what it looks like. And uh we will
2: be back next time. Peace.